Oh, yeah. Another Tech Preacher podcast, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Man, listen, I love doing these weekly podcasts because, listen, you get an opportunity to hear me unscripted. You, you hear me in the solo form. You hear me talk about things about me and about the things that I do on this YouTube channel. And so today's podcast, guys, I'm going to talk about this thing that I, I always mention in a lot of my videos over the years, right? And as of 2023, I have over 200 smartphones. So I, I got over 200 smartphones. So you don't have to buy 200 smartphones. How about that, right? But no, I want to talk about that in this podcast. So the reason why is because a lot of people ask the question, you know, easy, you got over 200 smartphones. Why you didn't do anything? Why you don't trade them in? Why you don't sell them? Well, what's going on here? Are you building a museum? Or what are you doing with all these 200 smartphones, right? And you know what I want to talk about in this podcast? And 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 listen, man, first of all, let's, let's make sure we understand something here. It's not about show. It's not about me trying to stunt. It's not about me capping. It's not about me doing anything. Listen, I grow. I grew over 200 smartphones. I don't think it's by choice. I think it's by stupidity. If you ask me, right? Let's let's go to the, go back down to memory lane and let's talk about this. When I first started my YouTube channel back in 2015, 2016, I had this narrative in my mind because I used to watch YouTube and I used to say, "Man, listen, I could do the if, if I do the same thing as these content creators doing on YouTube." Then I'm going to blow up, right? If I do this, right? So what I did was when I first started my YouTube channel, I had this narrative. I had this, this thought process. I knew that if I buy everything, if I buy everything, you know, all the latest and greatest devices, all the tablets, all the computers, all this and all that, then my YouTube channel will blow up and everybody will watch me because I will have the latest and greatest. I will be the one on a mountaintop. I, if you wanted to, to come to a smaller content creator that had the same gear as the bigger content creators, I had this narrative that I wanted to get everything, right? Well, over the course of years, over the course of years, I've built up this, you know, 200 plus smartphone realm. Now, a lot of you guys uh, asked the question that just started following me maybe a year or two ago. Well, how do you build up such an inventory of smartphones, right? And I will tell you, listen, when I first started my YouTube channel, I wasn't getting review units. I wasn't getting nothing. So I had to out buy many, many devices, 20, 20, oh, maybe about 20 devices a year or more that I used to buy every year. And the reason why is because I had this thought process is that if I buy everything that my YouTube channel will blow up and listen and frustrating enough for me. Right. I didn't see that. Right. I didn't see that. Uh, every time this say if somebody drop an iPhone video, this say the iPhone 10. Right. As soon as the iPhone was available, I bought it. Right. And maybe I bought two of them. Uh, and, and so what I was doing was, as soon as devices was available, I, I just bought a plethora of devices because I had this narrative that if I buy everything, then everybody was would flock to my channel and will watch my videos. And then once I was making videos, I try to be somebody that I wasn't, right? So here I am, overhead camera, buying all these phones, right? And making videos about these devices and not knowing that is way more to YouTube than buying phones, right? And so that was one thing. The second thing is, is that once, you know, the, the question a lot of people always ask, why I never traded in? Why I never sold devices? And I'm going to tell you why, man. Listen, it, let's go back to 2016, 2017. First of all, let's, let's make sure we understand something. Back then in the day, they didn't have no such thing as trade-ins, right? Trade-ins didn't come into to effect to maybe the late, you know, 2001, I don't know, wow, wow, I want to say 2022, maybe 2021 or maybe 2020, right? So in 2020, I believe they started doing the trade-ins. But anything before 2020, I believe, uh, I did, they wasn't doing trade-ins. So it wasn't no such thing as a trade-in, right? They wouldn't let you trade in your phone for another phone and stuff like that to give you a discount. So that wasn't existing. And then... I had this, this thought, right? 
I bought a phone. This have I bought the, the Galaxy S6, right, for, for $700. At the time, $700 for Galaxy S6 flagship. Um, three months later, that device devalued by 20, 25, 30%. So if I wanted to sell it, I'm losing, you know, a few hundred bucks off of that device. So I felt like, man, listen, I'm losing money. So one of the things that I, 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 I had to learn the hallway throughout the years, right? That smartphones devaluate, right? They, they go down in value. So if I pay $700 for that device, four months later, you could buy, you know, for about 400 bucks, right? And so as I was the early adapter to quickly buy devices at full retail when they first uh, come out, uh, I was uh, spending top dollar for those devices. And if I wanted to, to sell it off, I would have to lose 30% or 40% of the value of that device. So I had made a decision back then that I wasn't going to sell a device because if I pay 800 for it, I'm not selling it for four. And so I felt that I should keep it. Uh, and I had two reasons why I kept a lot of phones. One reason is that the the value of the device was so cheap that I felt that I was going to lose too much money on it. The second thing is that I, I felt that if I do long-term reviews on it, uh, that would help the consumer because not all of us tech enthusiasts buy every phone every year, 20 phones a year. A lot of people buy phones and rocket to the wheels fall off. So I had those two type, type of narratives, but I did it wrong, right? I, I felt that when I started my YouTube channel, I, I came up with a, a narrative of trying to do something and trying to be somebody that I was not, right? Um, and I had to learn a lot of this stuff the hard way. Listen, man, I have almost 2,600 videos on YouTube. Think about that. Think about the hard work involved with 2,600 videos. And as I was posting video after video, buying product after buying product, I felt that, you know, the numbers wasn't moving, right? Uh, it wasn't that big old uh, splash of, of people that was started following me, right? I was still stuck at 200 subscribers, 300 subscribers, and I'm spending thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to try to keep up with the, you know, the Joneses, right? Try to keep up with it. Listen, man, it, it, it was, uh, when I first started my YouTube channel, I was hype. I was, I, I had this narrative that if I buy everything, then everybody would flock to me. And it, that, that was the wrong thing. Listen, I didn't have guidance. I try to reach out to, to other content creators to help. I try to do a lot of things. Uh, so you, it, it, it felt flat, right? It felt flat. A lot of content creators didn't want to mess with, you know, us that had 100, 200, 300 subscribers or less than a thousand subscribers, you know, nobody didn't want to talk to us. Nobody didn't want to give us advice. Nobody didn't want to, you know, say, hey, listen, man, here's some key tips on how to uh, grow your YouTube channel without breaking the bank. Right. And uh, so I had to learn a lot of this stuff the hallway. And the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm making this podcast, because I want y'all guys to understand something here. Right. You know the way I talk now and the way I do my reviews now is because I've learned throughout the years, the do's and don'ts of the failures that I've made uh, throughout the years on YouTube, right? Spending tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, man, when I tell you tens of thousands of dollars on products and services, because I had this narrative in my head that if I could do this, then my channel would blow up. Now, and it didn't happen that way. It didn't, didn't still haven't happened that way. So I had to make changes, you know, uh, and uh, because I, I, I was doing it all wrong. I was doing things wrong. Everything I was doing was wrong. Um, and so I'm at the point where I have a large inventory of smartphones, not by choice, by the way. Right. Well, I did make the choice to buy them, but I thought, that if I would have all these phones and all this product and all this stuff that uh, that my channel would blow up and it would be the biggest thing since sliced bread, right? And it didn't happen that way. And so I've learned throughout the years the mistakes that I've made. I, I'm, I talk about these mistakes that I've made in these podcasts so you don't have to make the same mistake that I've made, right? 
let's talk about smartphones. And listen, a lot of techies and a lot of tech enthusiasts, they love, you know, the smartphone arena, right? And I, I, I make a lot of smartphone videos. I mean, yes, I do other other videos, but I do do a lot of smartphone videos. But I wanted to let you know this. And this is how I change course over time, right? Uh, smartphones value decrease so fast that I, I've been preaching about if you go buy a smartphone and if you're not a tech enthusiast, if you're not the, the well, you could be a tech enthusiast and you could love watching tech videos. But when it comes down to, you know, buying the, you know, the latest and greatest smartphone, what I've been preaching, hold off a while because the, the smartphones value drop so fast that I promise you that if, if that phone costs a thousand dollars today, if you wait two months, you could save a few hundred bucks. And to me, I'm preaching savings. I'm preaching how you could get the smartphone at a really good price, how you could get product at a really good price. Listen, it's no need in the, in the Android ecosystem to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on uh, smartphones and, and tech related stuff. When all you have to do is wait until after the hype over with, wait till deals and you buy one, get ones and, and Amazon renewal and all that stuff like that, because you get to save money. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but in, in, in this time and era, this time, I'm always thinking about savings, right? So listen, it's a fundamental difference between what I'm doing in a studio, spending tons of money in the studio versus buying smartphones, right? Because the, the, the equipment that I buy in the studio has a return on my, on my investment. What that does is it makes the video look good. It makes the audio sound cleaner. Uh, it, it makes uh, me editing videos a lot better. It, it does a lot to help uh, the process a lot better. If you look at uh, my videos from three years ago or four years ago, it was the, the quality of the video was not that great. Right. And if you fast forward it to, you know, 2023 or 2022, uh, you, you hear the difference. You see the difference. You, you find that it's a lot more organized. You see that is some of the videos are a little more professional even though I'm still giving you the same, you know, the truth factor of it, right? You see, you see me doing a lot of things differently. You hear the audio sound more crisp. You see things, the, the video part uh, looks better. So what I had to do is I had to shift focus, right? I had to shift focus on, let me go down and get the studio right. Let me get the, the quality of the video right. Let me get the audio right. Let me get the acoustics in my studio right, right? Let me get rid of the reverb. Let's, let's, let's get rid of the echo. Let's soundproof the room a little bit. Uh, let's get better quality audio gear, right? I bought the Sennheiser 600. I bought the Sennheiser 416. I bought the new Rode NT1 fifth generation. I got the Rodecaster Pro. I got the F6, the... Uh, I mean, I've bought a lot of recorders and the only the reason why I did that is because I want to get the best sound, the best image quality. I got the Canon 90D that gives me this awesome image quality. Uh, I got high end professional lights and these high end professional lights give me that good look. And so what I wanted to accomplish is that. If I'm going to drop a video, if I'm going to do a video, right, I want to give you guys a clean look. I want to give you a professional look. I want you, I want it to sound good. I want it to look good. So my my focus has shifted on that because, again, you know, studio equipment is giving me a better return on my investment versus buying smartphones. Listen, I could buy all the smartphones in the world, but if my audio don't sound right, if the video don't sound right, if the lighting is bad, and if everything else is bad, then the video itself is bad. It don't matter how much money you spend on products and services, but if you're filming a video and it, it doesn't look good and it doesn't sound good, it don't matter how much money you bought. I don't. It don't matter if you're the first at buying something. If your the video itself doesn't look good and clean, then people still go click off. So you have to think that think about that too. And listen, throughout the years, I've learned. I've learned right. And yes, uh, some of the detrimental issues that I did in the past was um, I didn't know how the comment section was, right? I was always listening to people in the comments. When I used to buy smartphones, and one of the reasons why I have multiple of the same smartphone, and one of the reasons why I have 
smartphones on different carriers, it's because I used to listen to people in the comments. And again, we talk about no guidance here. Uh, when I used to make videos about this uh, uh, AT&T smartphone, right, you have one or two people in the comments that hit you up and say, hey, my Verizon, uh, the same device on Verizon is not giving me those issues that you have on the device on AT&T. So what did I do? I went out and I bought the Verizon version. So now I got two of the same versions. And again, we're talking about the era of no trade-ins, the era of, you know, if you was to sell a device, you would go lose, lose hundreds of dollars on a device at that time. So, you know, so that's why I ended up with multiple of the same devices because I used to listen to people in the comments. Again, I didn't have no guidance. So uh, over the course of years, I've built up this huge inventory of smartphones. If you watch my YouTube channel, I got almost 2,600 videos. Every smartphone, almost every smartphone that I have in my arsenal, that some, some of them are multiple, one of them, you've, I've made a video about. Now, I do have some devices that, that's, again, multiple of them, right? This say for... The Galaxy Note 9, right? The Galaxy Note 9, I have multiple colors. Don't know why, but I, I did that. But at that time when I bought multiple colors of the Galaxy uh, Note 9, or when I bought the Galaxy Note 10, uh, I bought multiple colors of them. It's because I wanted different colors. Not knowing what I know today, but I bought multiple colors at, uh, you know, uh, at full retail, right? MSRP. I bought it at MSRP and that was, you know, you talk about $700, $800 at that time. I know I think the Galaxy Note 10 was touching a thousand bucks at that time. Listen, man, that's a lot of money. So here's what I've learned over the course of years of having an inventory of over 200 smartphones. Don't make the same mistake that I've made. Um, again, trade-ins didn't start until maybe the late 2000s. Uh, and instead of me, when I used to buy so many smartphones back in, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018, right? I mean, I was averaging 25 to almost close to 30 smartphones a year, right? And I was paying full MSRP, buying multiple of the same phones on different carriers. And I used to have three i used to have all three carriers listen I'm, I'm telling my story because i want y'all guys to understand that some of the mistakes that i've made in the past you should not make these mistakes right verizon t-mobile at&t right that means i'm paying three carriers multiple lines i you know and i think back then uh, I didn't do device payment plans and all that stuff like that. I used to buy them straight up because I had this thing that, okay, if I'm going to have three carriers, let me see if I can keep that bill down and, and, and stuff like that. But that, that went by the wayside also because I started getting multiple lines on these carriers. So as I, as my inventory of smartphones grew, that means that I had to have multiple phone lines to try to put SIM cards in some of these devices. And so now, you know, I had, you know, five lines here, 10 lines there, 10 lines here, 15 lines there. So, you know, now my phone bills it was reaching hundreds and hundreds of dollars, right? So now here I get, here I am buying 20 smartphones a year. Now I got three carriers with about 15 lines. And, 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 and you know, it, it was, it was crazy, man. And, and um, I've learned a lot of, of craziness that I've done in the past. And well, listen, man, one of the things that I, I want y'all to understand my stories, I want y'all to get value out of the stories that I've made right that that I'm talking you know because you guys don't have to make these mistakes that I've made now a lot of people say easy now you got all these phone can you sell them off listen let me tell you something you know between 2016 to 2021 smartphones has no value right we in 2023 any smartphone that's about 3 years old if you spent uh, you know, uh, close to a thousand bucks on the Galaxy Note 10. That phone doesn't have no trade-in value. It has no value. So this is why I'm. I think smarter. I be smarter. I do things differently, right? Because you you think about it from 20, 2016 all the way up to about twenty twenty one, the hundreds of of phones that I have in that era does not have value. If I was to sell that phone, you're talking about under hundred bucks. 
we talk about a thousand thousand dollar phones that I had to sell for at least a hundred bucks. Uh, those phones, most of the those the devices doesn't have no more support. It don't get no more security patches, no more OS updates. It gets none of that. So if you spent a thousand dollars on a Galaxy Note 10, right, you may be out of luck. You don't get, you know, you meet. I think it's on Android 12, and I think it's in, uh, I think it's in the um, the stage of security patches right now. It's not gonna get Android 13 and stuff like that. It's about to go into end of life. If it's not at in the life as of me recording this podcast. So here's what I here's the thing that I want y'all guys to, to listen to me very carefully, right? When I talk about rocket devices till the wheels fall off, you don't see no fundamental differences in smartphones today compared to last year, right? But you could save a lot of money buying last year's phone because there's no fundamental difference in today's smartphones compared to last year's smartphones. So when I talk about smartphones from two years ago or something like that, they say, you know, 2021 device, right? And you could buy those device relatively cheap, 300 bucks. Sometimes you could get them on Amazon Renew for about 350. We talk about $1,200, $1,300 flagship that you can get for 300 plus bucks today, right? So it's, what's the fundamental difference between a 2021 device to a 2023 device? The only thing difference is that, of course, it's faster. And yes, technology has evolved. But if you take away, you know, some of those minute issues on certain smartphones, then you would see that it's no fundamental difference in these smartphones. I'm going to tell you, one of the things I've learned throughout the years, right, is that what do these companies focus on in the past three years? Cameras. That's If you watch every keynote address for the last three years, they main focus on cameras, right? But when I go, when I pull out older devices that I do about uh, old versus newer um, smartphones, right? When I do those type of videos, when I shoot uh, video and photos with those older devices and you post it on YouTube or you post it on social media and once it get compressed, right? Uh, even when you post it on YouTube and you look at it, you look at it, you say to yourself, man, this, this is a great photo, you know, from a three-year-old phone. This is a great video. From a three-year-old, for think about this. Back then, about three years old, three three-year-old devices, three-year-old devices was giving you. They was giving you everything from headphone jacks to heart rate monitors to 8K recording, right? Charges in the box, headphones, and, and stuff like that. Today in 2023, these companies only give you the phone in the box, right? I've seen uh, the 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 Xperia One Mark Five that's going for about fourteen, almost fifteen hundred dollars. They're not even giving you nothing in the box. It's the phone. And I believe it's the charging cable and a few little books. And this is what you're seeing right now in smartphones, right? Fifteen to $1,600 smartphones not giving you nothing. They, they be- Listen, it's so weird how we went from devices that was $600 and $700 to, you know, $1,200 and $1,300 and you get nothing. The, the unboxing experience is, is totally dis, it's bad, right? So uh, when, when you open up that device, and this is what I, a lot of comments that I get from people. When you open it up that box and you play with that phone and you use that device, and if you trade it in your older device, the first thing come to your mind is, this phone that I have in my hand is no different from the phone that I just gave up in the trade-in. Now, a lot of people might say, well, battery life. Listen, man, you know, battery life is, it's all on the user, right? A lot of people say they get good battery life on the 8 Gen 1. Some people say they get bad battery life on the 8 Gen 1. Some people say they got great battery life on the 888, the 865, the 8, you know, uh, the 825, the 821 or whatever. The battery life is based on the user. I mean, listen, any smartphone that you get, it don't matter how many milliamps it is. It don't matter how, how efficient it is. It doesn't matter. You could destroy a battery on any smartphone in a matter of hours, except the tank, right? I mean, it don't matter what you do on the tank. You can't run that battery down. But the the newer flagships devices, um, 
with the 5,000 million battery and, and stuff like that, when it comes down to battery life, it's all on the user. So if, if you say you're going to trade in your beloved device to trade up just because of battery life, then man, that's, that, that, that's a lot of money lost because you could, you, there, there are always other alternatives to get better battery life. Uh, so, but, but what I'm saying is this, is that, you know, I've grew a library of devices and now since I have over 200 smartphones, I'm doing something about it now. Right. And so now I'm focused, laser focused on making review videos and I call it my oldie but goodie program uh, to go back and review some of these older devices. Now, whether or not people watch it or not, that's here or there. But since I have a large inventory of smartphones that has zero value, think about it, zero value, I might as well utilize them for what, what I can uh, on this YouTube channel. Again, let's talk about it. From 2015, 2016, all the way up to, to about 2020, these smartphones doesn't have no value. So you, it's no trading value. It's no resale value on those devices. Don't matter how much you pay for it. So that brings me to this point of why I talk about holding off and, and rocking devices till the wheels fall off. And the reason why I talk about that is because I already know that you might as well get the best out of your smartphone if you paid at retail MSRP for that device. Because at the end of the day, if you don't get the best, you're going to lose money. Think about this, right? And listen, I want y'all guys to understand something here, right? If you pay for a device at MSRP at launch and you trade it in and they only give you you know, this say if you bought it for $1,400 plus tax. Listen, man, plus tax, you talk about 15 and some change. And if a company go give you $500 for it, listen, man, less than one year, you've lost money. Think about the, 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 the devaluation of that device going from $1,500 to $500, right? They give you $500 trading. That means you lost $1,000. You, you have a net loss of $1,000. Not only do you have a net loss of $1,000, but when you spend five, when they give you 500 for that trade-in, and if that device is $1,500, then you have to give them seven, to, maybe they say, let's round it up to $1,000. If that phone costs $1,500 and they give you $500 for the device you, you got, you got a net loss of $1,000. You give the company $1,000. That is a net loss of $2,000. Listen, man, think about this for a second. You spent $1,500 for a phone. They only go give you five for a trade-in. That's a thousand dollar loss. If you have to come out of pocket with another thousand dollars, that's two thousand dollar turnaround. That's a two thousand dollar turnaround. And, and and you think to yourself, wow. And you be thinking, listen, here's here's what people say. They get a good deal. Oh my God, I got a good deal. They go, they give me five hundred for the device. Because if you look at the resale market. The resale market is worse than the trading uh, sometime. And so you think about this. How come a $1,500 phone in the resale market after nine to 10 months is under $500 in, some, in, in, in so many cases, right? And the trading value is $500 on the $1,500 phone. It, it, here's what I say to that. Right. I wouldn't spend fifteen hundred dollars on the phone. I wouldn't do pre-orders, which I haven't done no pre-orders. I wouldn't do pre-orders. I will wait. One month, two months, even three months for that device to save money. Now, a lot of people may claim that. Such and such device will never go down in value. I haven't saw a device yet 
in the Android ecosystem that has not dropped in value. So I realized that this podcast is going just a little tab longer than usual. It's because I want to talk to you guys about some of the detrimental issues that I've had, you know, doing this smartphone stuff. So when we talk about, you know, the, the prices of smartphones, I've been preaching, right? I've been preaching a lot of holding off, waiting uh, to uh, get that smartphone. Just try to, I, I, I always think about it like this. I want to, I want y'all guys to save money. Sometimes the hype, you know, makes you pay for MSRP. Sometimes hype make you become an early adapter. Sometimes hype uh, make you spend, overspend for something. And listen, I've done that in the past. And listen, man, I, I want y'all guys to, I, I, I want to make this abundantly clear, right? I'm a tech enthusiast heart to heart. I love technology. I love smartphones and gadgets. But I've learned over the mistakes that I've made in the past, growing an inventory of over 200 smartphones, making decisions now about waiting and trying to save money is more key to my game than anything. I always look at it like this. Yes, I'm a YouTube content creator. Yes, I make tech videos. Yes, I make smartphone videos, but here's the thing. I won't be the first and I'm not going to be the last to review product. I always find myself, I got to look at it like this. If I could save $300 to $400 on that product, I will make that sacrifice and wait. Now, again, I talked about it. A lot of people believe that certain devices will never go on sale. Certain, de- listen, and I'm going to say this, in the Android ecosystem, man, again, the Android ecosystem, I've never, ever saw a smartphone hold a value. I never, I listen, it, I, don't, I never saw a smartphone hold a value. If they release a smartphone at $1,500, I can almost guarantee you in three to six months, 30 to 40% of, of that value of that device will go down. It, you, it will lose value. And even if you waited for one year, that device could be had for almost 50% off. Now, a lot of people say, well, I like to experience the new ladies and greatest. And listen, that's nothing wrong with that. I think for me, after having over 200 smartphones, I've learned that, you know, all of them pretty much do almost the same thing. But when we find over the course of time, we we lose features. We're not gaining no features on none of these smartphones. You know, when I go out to the parks and I take video and, and photos with these newer smartphones, these 200 megapixel smartphones and stuff like that. And when I pull out an older device, it, when you look at it and you don't pixel peep, they almost look the same. Of course, you're going to have some white balance differences. You're going to have some colors, uh, color science difference that can be fixed in post. If you if a device had was shooting if you could shoot in raw on three, four year old devices and you could shoot raw on current devices, once I put it in uh, my video editing software, I could color correct both images almost the same. If I shoot in raw, think about this. If I shoot in raw on two different devices from years apart and I put it in my video editing software, I can almost make both, images look the same of course you got a difference in dynamic range of course you got new uh, camera sensors of course you got better low light and stuff like that but at what cost now if you're a photographer or videographer if you're not using sony devices for video then i don't know no other devices out there maybe your xiaomi xiaomi devices may be great for video or maybe some of your vivo devices is great for video but if you take away the Vivo and the Xiaomi devices and and you take away Sony devices 
And if you buy a smartphone for the cameras, then I, I don't, I, I, there's no cameras in the smartphone that's going to be better than a mirrorless or DSLR camera. Now, a lot of people say, well, you can't put those devices in your pocket. Well, listen, Sony just dropped the ZV-1 uh, Mark II. That's, that, that camera's so small, you definitely could put it in your pocket. And I'm not, that, that camera is small enough, you definitely could put it in your pocket. And that camera going to give you the best footage, you know, period, from a smartphone compared to a, a real camera. So when we talk about smartphone cameras, right, uh, smartphone cameras have been good for a very long time. It's the user that don't know how to shoot video. It's the user that doesn't know how to shoot photos. It ain't got nothing to do with the device. If you know how to shoot video and you know how to shoot uh, photos, then you could take a lot of, of devices and make them look good. It's, it's Listen, because I look at it like this. I could take an old device and some of the older devices that I have, Right, I, and I remember using the Realme, the Realme GT, right? One of the best camera systems out there. It's a three-year-old phone, and to me, the this three-year-old smartphone could give you outstanding images. I could put it toe to toe to 2023 devices, and it will, it will hang, right? And that device is, you know, relatively cheap. You know, so when you think about it like that. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that I would encourage, and I talk about this. And I, I I want y'all guys to understand this, right? Is that on this YouTube channel, I've learned so much of what I've done in the past, all the issues that I've done, everything that I've done in the past, I've learned from it, and and so I believe that I can preach to you guys some of the things that you don't have to do. Some of the things I've done in the past, you don't have to do today. So when I talk about these, these things on these podcasts, I want y'all guys to understand this. I will never be faking phoning to you guys. I will always keep it real no matter what. Back in the past, I've made some detrimental mistakes. Those mistakes that I've made in the past, I don't want you to make the same mistake that I've made. If I can help one person not make the same mistakes that I've made, that I've done what I needed to do. Now you have tech enthusiasts that don't care about what I'm talking about. They're going to keep buying the ladies and greatest. There's nothing wrong with that. Their pocketbooks is large. Their bank accounts is big. So if their bank account is big and they, and they got the money and the means to get it, then it's, it's, it's nothing for me to say to help that person because they are tech enthusiasts. They got the cash flow to get everything out there. I was that guy. So as I become more mature, became, you know, uh, more conscientious to my money flow, I look at smartphones does not give me a return on my investment. So, you know, out of 220 smartphones that I have in my arsenal, I may have 25 of them. That's any good as far as return on my investment. If I want to trade in a trade up or whatever, this, that, and the other, but the rest of them close to 200 smartphones has zero value. So you say, well, why hold on to them? What I'm going to do with them? Well, I'm going to throw them away. What I'm going to recycle them. What I'm going to do with them. You know what I'm going to do with them? I'm going to make videos about them. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to have fun about it. I mean, these are some of the smartphones that you probably carried in the past. These are some of the smartphones that a lot of people say, man, I remember that phone. Man, that phone was good back in, you know, 2020. So this is why I started the new series of oldie but goodies. I'm not going to throw away 200 smartphones because they got zero value. I might as well use them for what they was back in when they was released. So this is one of the reasons why I'm making these videos about oldie but goodies. Because, I mean, listen, man, again, I've learned so much about what to, what to do and what, what not to do. And I've learned that, you know, right now, I'm, I'm just going to do what I have to do. And listen, again, it, it, it goes back to what I said before. I won't be the first and I'm not going to be the last to review devices. And I've made it abundantly clear that um, I'm going to save money instead of buying at retail and MSRP. 
Now, I do have plans on, you know, I got a, the, the Z4-4 go trade up to something because obviously I talked about the Z4-4 and the creaking issues and stuff like that. But hell, even if you look at the Z4-4, it's, it's probably cheaper to buy another Z4-4 than probably trade it off to go get a Z4-5. The Z4-4 right now is under under 1000 bucks. You talk about an $1,800 phone that you could get for 900 bucks or 800 bucks or even cheaper in the Amazon renewal. You could probably get it cheaper than that. And that phone is under one years old. Think about this. A phone that's under one years old, this dropped by almost a thousand dollars. So when you think about that, if a, that, that device dropped almost a thousand bucks, then you, what's going to happen with the, with the, uh, the pixel fold? What's going to happen with the Z Fold 5? What's going to happen with the Pixel 5? I mean, the the the, uh, the the Flip 5 and all these other devices that's, that comes out. six Under one year, six months, seven months, those devices go drop down eight dollars $900. That's the best time to buy them. That's the best time to buy them. When they drop at, the, at your targeted price. And me, listen, I've learned throughout the past. Yes, I've spent... $2,000 on smartphones. Yes, I bought smartphones at MSRP. Yes, I did that. Guess what? That's the That was the wrong thing to do. That was, think about this. I bought a Z Fold 4, uh, maybe Z Fold 3 at full retail, you know, pre-order and all that crap, right? Not trade nothing in, paying full retail after tax and, and buying cases and all that stuff. You're talking about $2,000. Not doing that no more, people. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not doing that no more. You know, uh, I'm not spending fifteen and two thousand dollars on phones, man. Because you think about this. Look at the Galaxy Z Fold Two that I paid two thousand dollars for. That phone has almost no value. Not only does it don't have no value, it's almost end of life. So two thousand dollars have went down to almost zero. Think about that for a second. You spent $2,000 on a product and that product today is almost zero. Think about this. I'm going to give you another analogy. I bought the Sennheiser 416, right? The Sennheiser 416 cost me $1,100. The Sennheiser 416 been out for decades and it never lost value. Think about this for a second. A microphone that been out for decades has never lost value value never lost value so that tells you a whole lot about the difference between equipment and tech right even when you talk about apple iphones they don't go down in value as as much as android devices but they also go down in value Right. I mean, yes, you could buy iPhone 12s and iPhone 11s on the low. Uh, but even when you look at the iPhone 13, you could buy that relatively cheap. N not as cheap as 2022, uh, maybe 2021. I'm sorry, 2022 smartphones in the Android ecosystem is a whole lot cheaper than an iPhone. So when you look at, you know, the the. The value of product, you see the the prices drop. Let's, let's talk about the Pixel 6a for a second and I'm get out of here. Pixel 6a came out at what 450 bucks, right? And a few months later, you saw the price drop down to the mid 300s And now you can get the Pixel 6a for 200 bucks, right? Um and that that smartphone is only one year old. It went from four fifty to two hundred dollars in less than a year. That smartphone was was at two ninety nine for months. I mean, you talk about after about five months after release, the phone went down to two ninety nine and it stayed down to two ninety nine, and then it went even cheaper to two hundred bucks uh, when the Pixel Seven A came out. Now the Pixel Seven A is at a four hundred and ninety nine dollar price point. I wouldn't buy that $499. I would wait till, you know, five months and watch that device drop down to mid $300. Then you pull a trigger on it.
It's, it ain't going to be no difference between buying it today and waiting three months later to save $200. So I always, this is, this is what I've been preaching now since I've made my mistakes. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I've made. So since I've made these mistakes in the past, I do not want you to make these same mistakes. So what I've done is I've been preaching about savings. Of course, I'm going to still review devices. Of course, I'm going to get the latest and greatest. Of course. But listen, they won't get reviewed at launch. That's all I'm saying. Because I've I've shifted over that if I got to pay for these devices out of pocket, then it, it's going, I'm going to get the better bang for your buck. And because of the inventory of smartphones that I have right now, have zero value and these smartphones were six and seven and eight hundred dollars at its time when a smartphone that i'd have paid a thousand dollars for got zero value today and i got studio equipment in in this in here that i just spent that has never and will never drop down in value it it tells you a whole lot about the your return on your investment this is one of the reasons why i talk about Rocking it till the wheels fall off. When I talk about two-year-old phones or three-year-old phones and stuff like that, they are still good today. And you could buy them on the low. You could buy them for cheap. You could get them for cheap. The cameras are good. Battery life is good. Most of them go be up to date. Most of them go get security patches. So if you think about it like that, I always find myself leaning and preaching towards better bang for your buck for the consumer. Tech enthusiasts go do what they want. Listen, man, it's a fundamental difference between the you know consumer that's trying to save money and tech enthusiasts that got fat pockets and fat bank accounts. It's nothing I could talk about on these podcasts to help them. They go always fundamentally buy the latest and greatest. They go talk about it. They go show it off on social media. They go tell you how it's the best thing since sliced bread. They go always have those devices. It's because they are tech enthusiasts. They got fat bank accounts and they try to get other people to buy into the narrative that you got to give up your old phone to keep getting a new phone and stuff like that. Listen, that cycle has never changed and it will never change. You have to be a smarter consumer to save money. Smartphones don't give you a return on your investment. Even if you uh, buy a smartphone today, you think about trading it in in the next six to nine months, it's going to be devaluated all the way down to almost nothing. It's when it comes down to trading in. So, but some people do have these things where I get it on the carrier. I, I the carrier gave me eight hundred dollars off on that device. Okay, so what's the trade in? The trading value for getting a device on the carrier that just gave you $800 on that trading is that you are locked to two and a half years. Of course, they, of course, they got you locked for two and a half years. Think about this, right? You think you're getting a good deal on the carrier? Do you really think you're getting a good deal on the carrier? Of course not. The carrier got you locked for two and a half years. So if you say, okay, they gave me $800 off but hell i got the you know I, I i have to have this line running and rocking for two and a half years if i left there and close this line or don't pay my bill or shut my account down they're gonna send you a bill for that price so you, you it's a trade-off right you get it on on the device payment plan you got to you got to pay for it baby it ain't nothing for free it ain't these these companies give you uh what they call that um Credits, bill credits. This is all they go give you, baby. That's all. Listen, man, I, I, I want I want y'all guys to understand. I want y'all to feel me on this, right? This is one of the reasons why I do these solo podcasts. And I know this podcast is going longer than usual. But I want y'all guys to understand where I'm coming from. I've learned a lot of stuff in the past. This is why I'm preaching what I'm preaching today. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on product so you don't have to do it i spent all listen man when we talk about you know over 200 smartphones any mathematician would tell you that if you got 220 25 or 230 smartphones that's a lot of money tied up into that but if those if 60% of those 200 smartphones 
have zero value, you've lost money. So, you know, when you look at it in that aspect, uh, you, you think about, okay, so what's the answer to this? Listen, man, I always say try to save money by waiting, right? Um, look at your lot, look at your options. I always say the smartphone that you got in your pocket, is it working for you today? Can you hold off for another year or two? Can you rock the smartphone till the wheels fall off? If that smartphone no longer get uh, OS updates, is it still getting security patches? Because if it still gets security patches, ain't nobody worried about no OS updates. Because you have launchers that you can make any phone look and feel like any phone. So with, with the introduction of, of launchers, don't worry about I ain't worried about Android 13 or 14 on some of my devices. If I want Android 13, I can download an Android 13 launcher and make it look like it. Security patches is very important because that's security patches. But if you rocking a phone that does not get security patches, you just have to be aware of if you're doing any banking or if you're doing anything like that. Uh, just thinking about the vulnerabilities. So it, listen, man, I, I thought about, you know, a lot of people that has two and three year old devices. Should you upgrade if that phone is working for you? If that phone is doing everything that you wanted to do, regardless if it's not getting any updates as far as OS updates, but you might be getting quarterly security patches. And if that phone doing everything it needs to do for you, then you okay. You can make your phone look and feel how any other phone out there. And that is what I preach. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Let's go. All right. Listen, I apologize that the podcast was a little longer than usual. But I want y'all guys to, to, to understand. I change the way I rock. I change the way I preach. I've changed the way I do things here on this YouTube channel. Whether or not it's good or bad, it's for you, the consumer, to make that judgment. Don't judge me for what I did in the past. Judge me for what I do today. I want to help you guys save money. I want to help you guys save money. I want to help you guys. And I'm going to be truthful and, and do the best I can. Not everybody go like what I talk about. Not everybody go feel that, oh my God, you, you, you didn't change. Of course I've changed. I'm leveling up. I'm wiser. Yes. Oh. Yes. Thank y'all guys very much for looking at the podcast. Listen to the podcast. And listen, I want to give a huge thanks to everybody that listens to these podcasts, man. Listen, again, these podcasts is unscripted, man. And, and, and it's, it, it, it's, it's something that I will continue to do. It's because I want people to understand where I'm coming from, baby. All right. Oh! Later, baby. All right. I'm out. <laughs> See y'all next week. Same bad place. Same bad time, baby. <laughs>